0: Welcome to the backbeat. So little while but I'm here with yet another wish list tick off of mine I've got Michaela Delgado from yours truly on zoom with me right now um we're short on time today uh we've only got about a 15 minute block as she's got plenty of other media chats to get to um so we do just jump straight in but I just wanted to pump out the fact obviously she's got well they've got the um the new ep is this what I look like coming out on the 15th of July um I cannot wait for this. The songs so far are absolutely incredible. We've got Hallucinate with Josh from You Me It 6, which is insane um in this one I chat with her about that I chat with her about sort of the background of some of the songs and the debut her wish list for future collaborations rebranding a little bit for the new releases and a little bit of imposter syndrome and mental health stuff as usual stick around to the end to hear her top three Aussie acts right now um and I will see you in the next one yeah, we're short on time today, as I'm sure you've got plenty of other media chats to get to. Um, jumping straight in. I personally found first found you guys with high hopes back in 2018, um, which i just saw has over 13.5 million plays which i don't know if you knew (laughs) that yeah it's insane to me um it's wild it's still a favorite of mine um and i've been hooked ever since but what would you say would be the the song you've been overall most proud of so far
1: i would say that i am very very proud of high hopes because it was um one of the first songs that we ever wrote like together as a band, like everything before that was mostly me. Mm-hmm. So being that, being like the first song that like I wrote with Teddy and Locky, like, I think, I think it's really cool that that ended up being such a successful song for us. Cause then it just kind of proves that like, you know, it's the right people kind of thing. Like after going through a few lineup changes and stuff like that. So um, I'm proud of that. I think the new, the new song that I'm proud of, I'm like, I'm really proud of Hallucinate. Um, like, you know, like that song was very different to anything that we've ever done before. And I really didn't like it in the beginning. Like it just, it, it's, it's changed a lot. But like the initial vibe of it, like when we were writing, I was like, oh, I don't know. And the boy's like, no, like it's really sick. <laughs> and the more that we worked on it and like, you know, kind of like changed things, it kind of ended up, becoming my favorite and having Josh on it as well, like UB6 are like the band that made me want to be in a band kind of thing. Like they were like my all-time favorite. So I think that the fact that he's on that song as well, just like kind of makes me love it even more.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like having Josh on, and then you've had other collaborations, like Stay From The Path and Boys From between you and me and slowly, slowly and everything, how has it been collabing with such a mix of friends and then, you know, reaching what must be like this idle level influence? Is there, how's that been in like up here kind of thing? (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely one of those things that like, because you're
1: doing it, it doesn't really feel like it's happening. It's kind of like, Oh, like I've just, I've just got to do it kind of thing. Um, But it's really nice because I've made a lot of friends through collaborating and like a lot of people that I really look up to. Um, and it's nice because it's like I've gotten to be a part of projects that are not my own um, and, like, I've gotten to sing songs that, like, I don't know, that, like, yours truly wouldn't have written and I feel like it allow it's, like, allowed me to kind of explore my own voice in you know without kind of you know by working with someone else and like their style of music and
0: um yeah it's just it's just really fun I feel very grateful yeah definitely did you let yourself have a bit of a fangirl about Josh
1: (laughs) I don't like that's a funny thing I thought that I was gonna be like really like and the thing is I think I was just like so you know when you're just like kind of so like this feels so surreal that like he kind of just really chill. Like sometimes in the situations I'm really chill. Like, I don't know why it's just how I react to things. Um, and I don't think that I remember listening to it after I had been, like mixed and mastered. And then I remember his voice comes in the second verse and that's, it's, I've met him, I've worked with him, <laughs> everything. But then it was then that I heard it, like when it was finished and I was like, Holy shit, that's Josh's voice. Like they're
0: like it like in for me then. So I yeah. don't know. It's kinda of weird. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely surreal is the right word. <laughs> yes, yeah. is, um, is there anyone on your wish list for future?
1: Um <laughs> There's like a lot of people. Yeah. Like, a lot of people that I would I would love to work with. Like I think one thing is that, like we've never really been able to work with any women like I've never you know like it's something that like I've asked and like you know and stuff like that but it just hasn't ever worked out but like I'd love to work with you know like I really love like Hailstorm and like you know like I love bands like like Evanescence and like, mm. and, like huge bands like these things probably would just like never happen but like I would just love to work
0: you know, with a, a woman that I really look up to. Like, I think that'd be really cool. Well, yeah, to say, you know, it'll probably never happen. I mean, six years ago, did you think that you were going to work with Josh? Like, you know? No, no yeah, you were
1: No, <laughs> well, I didn't. So, yeah, I think that that's definitely one thing that, like, I've definitely, I definitely definitely want to do. It's just kind of never worked out. Yeah. You know,
0: for yeah. Us. but that's something that I'm, I'm definitely going to try to do for the next record. Yeah, for sure. It's all about the next step. You gotta, gotta, um, have high hopes. <laughs> yep. um, And I was at Unify to see the lights on debut, which was just like such a cool way to debut the video specifically as well. Um, And then you played Slam Dunk like a month ago. And then we've recently had the full tilt cancellation in July, which would have lined up perfectly with your EP release. So are you doing anything to celebrate instead of that? No, because like, it's just, we had that locked in. I guess
1: we just didn't, we thought it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, we're also kind of all scattered around the world at the moment. Like um, Brad's still in the UK. I think that if we had something here, he'd come back. But um, yeah, like the guys and I are kind of like in between here in the UK, and it's just kind of like really like you know like we gotta like we gotta we gotta, we gotta plan stuff now. Like we're at that point now. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta, I would love to like I would love to do something like I think that um now that we have this time free, mm-hmm. it'd be amazing to put something on. We've got this tour at the end of the year. I think that's another thing that you know. It's kind of like we've already, already put tickets on sale for this time of the year. Yeah. It's like, how do I? Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, we blocked out that part for full, full tilt, and now it's not happening. And you know, as, as disappointing
0: as it is, like, I understand that
1: shit happens. But mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, have a have a like a, a solo party, I guess
1: is <laughs> the best bet. Yeah, I would love to do like something for it. Like I love to do like a listening party or something yeah. like that. I don't- um, we'll see, we'll see what we can like play. It's just these past couple of weeks have just been like the most chaotic couple of weeks of my life. Like I feel <laughs> I I've been in Australia for like a week. Um, and I got, I got really sick in the UK, like to the point that I ended up in hospital mm. and, and it was like me trying to rush out of there, like while I was still sick, to come home, and yeah. So I just I feel like life has just been like I mean we're literally doing slam dunk and like mm. doing all these things. All of a sudden I'm like in hospital, and then I'm just like I have had no time. Like we've got this EP coming, this, this video, and blah, blah blah. I have no time to be able to think of anything outside of what is going on. Yeah,
0: yeah. I um, it's it's funny because like you look at like especially your previous the, well, the first, I guess, album of self-care and, and look at that and go, maybe I need to listen to myself a little bit there. Um, I think I'm just so excited that the world is kind of
1: going back to normal, that I'm kind of just like, let's just do everything that we possibly can. Yeah, and definitely. keep going,
0: keep going and no. <laughs> yeah, it's not sustainable. And like looking at the content and the meaning behind your songs from like that previous The Self-Care album, I, I found that it was, ironically it seemed to be primarily about like engagements with other people and influences with you know, other people and uh, outside of yourself, whereas this sounds like it's at least mostly more of an introspective reflection, right? Reg- regardless of those external influences, is that kind of the vibe that, is that right?
1: Yeah. I think that when, at the time I wrote soft care like I had, I had gone through like a breakup and not even just like, it was like, I had gone through like a romantic breakup. I'd gone through friendship breakups. Um, I had gone through like, yeah, just, just a lot of like a lot of like growing up shit of like, you know, like a lot of like, you know, breakdowns in like, and also I also felt that, you know, we were so busy that it was kind of hard to keep connections because I didn't really know how to. Mm. Um, So I think that was kind of, you know, and also being like, I think how old have I been? I would have been like, 20 when I wrote that album I think so I think at the time like those things were really like just like prominent yeah prominent like you know breaking up with like your first like adult boyfriend and being like my life is over kind of thing. <laughs> yeah Whereas this time around I think that like I had found peace in you know being by myself like mm. you know I found I had built up you know I had built up some respect for myself and that I had come to terms with the fact that sometimes things end and I think it's kind of more of like a almost sounds like a bit morbid but like you know like things are temporary like they don't last Mm -hmm. forever and I think that um I realized that during like this whole like pandemic time and like when we're writing the you know the EP that like really like I kind of thought to myself I'm on my own and I need to kind of I need to kind of respect myself and put myself first. Mm. All I've done is put other people in front of me my whole life.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I think that it was this EP is almost like me being a little bit selfish and talking about myself a little bit more for
0: yeah. once. Yeah, and people have a negative connotation with the word selfish, but it's not – it's genuinely not even necessarily a bad thing. It's about looking after yourself. And if you can't do that, then, you know, no one else can. So, you know. Quit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It always gets a little bit heavy in chats like this because I know that mental health is a a huge thing, especially in this side of the industry I find, Um, and imposter syndrome has been mentioned a bit in relation to your previous releases and I I think it sort of meshes into a lot of current topics with like self-sabotage and perception and everything with this EP. imposter syndrome itself in particular has come up a few times in like previous episodes with other people and and I've had my own bouts of it but is it something that still affects you and like how do you go about getting to the point of feeling like you can like you've said go anywhere and do anything from this point on you've you've broken out of that how do you get to have you you know developed that sort of sustaining self yet um, I think it's definitely gotten a lot better. Like
1: doing when we we're writing soft care, like high hopes are done really well for us. And we had put out this EP and then all of a sudden we're getting all these huge offers to go on all these massive tours and doing all these things. And I had this fear that we weren't weren't, we weren't able we weren't going to be able to follow it up and that we had so much pressure on ourselves and I almost felt and then I had a lot of people telling me things like you only got that because you're a woman or Mm. you're only it's just things like that or like you know oh this is your one song kind of thing and then like I I was really struggling with that whole concept and then I was putting the most pressure on myself. I remember we were writing together, which is like the main song about imposter syndrome on the record. Um, and I remember like literally just crying because I was just like, this album isn't going to be good that like we're putting like, I, like the more pressure we put on ourselves, the more that we're struggling. And I'm literally almost like slamming my head up against the piano. Cause I'm just like, I can't, I can't write this record. And it was, it's funny. It's called self care and stuff like that, but it was honestly like so difficult. That album to write was so difficult. Um, But I guess I think there was something about writing this EP this time around and we are taking that pressure off ourselves and we wrote songs that like I was like and we're putting them out and people like this is the best stuff you've ever done and it kind of made me feel like maybe I just needed to not put pressure on myself and that like I'm here for a reason like Mm. I feel like we're finally building up a little bit and a a bit of respect for ourselves. And I haven't felt like having that like isolation, like I I struggled a lot with like, who am I? Like, what is my, my identity is so much to do with like me being in this band, me having this pink hair, like, you know, it's so stupid that like, it's, oh, there's all these things that like, at the end of the day, like, are just like, not very important to like, you know, most of the people in the world, but it just, what it was to me. Mm. And then I think that once I kind of wrote these songs and I kind of started like working through a little bit of like, I, myself am a person that has hopes and fears and like, has all these things I want to achieve in my life and I have friends and I have a personality, like, like it was almost like kind of like learning myself all over again. It was almost kind of being able to, you know, like I said before, gain that respect for myself that I was able to be like, no matter where I am, I'm there because I deserve to be there.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I was about to get to that point is yeah. If you're, if you're doing the thing, then you're meant to be doing the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, on a, I suppose, a kind of a lighter note, um, just to round up because I know we're at the end, um, there's a line in, I think, the presser for this one that says that you wanted to do things properly after a variety of schoolyard bans had fallen apart as quickly as they, as they began. So what are you thinking it, it's taken to do things properly in comparison to, to those schoolyard bans?
1: I think it's the people that you work with. I think that a really important thing is that I had, okay, I have a, I had a singing teacher that I'm still very close with and he had been in a band as well. Like that was his, like his background. So he would always talk to me about how like in bands you have like a pie chart and like, you know, every, every single band member is an equal part of that pie chart. And in that, in those parts of the pie chart, they each have their own individual one where like they have all their priorities and how much things mean to them. And unless, each of you have the same percentage of music being your priority. it won't work. And so I think some of that really stuck with me. So I think that I'm lucky that I'm in a band with people that it's a priority to them as well and it's just equally as equally as important to all of us because if there's a weak link, it really shows.
0: Mm. And that
1: was in terms of weak link, I mean just someone that doesn't have,
0: the you know the um the same sort of passion and dedication and yeah yeah Yeah. definitely um I noticed also that um I was looking through your Instagram and I noticed that it seems like you've only now got posts going back to about 16 weeks ago so like Feb this year which I, I feel I might be wrong but I feel like that wasn't previously the case has there been like a feed refresh or something
1: yeah so I think that when we were putting out like the new music, I think we were just like we felt like we were reintroducing ourselves to the world. So it kind of felt like we wanted to start on a clean, on a clean slate. Like yeah. everything, everything's still, everything's still there, like archived and stuff like that. And we were like, one day we'll put it all back. But whilst this EP is coming out, we want it to be the focus of our band and kind of allow people to find us and like see us as those two years kind of really made me realize that there is no time to like, we were like, we'll just release a pop punk album. And the next album will be still be pop punk, but it'll be a little bit different. And then we'll work our way up to being like, you know, the band, like the big yours truly band that, you know, that, that end up being. And we were like, what's the point of building things up when we can just do it now? Like, let's just be the best band we can be. Let's find ourselves. And I think that's kind of how we want to want to reintroduce ourselves.
0: Yeah. 100%. 100%. It takes a bit of um, revamping to to make sure you get the right message across sometimes. Yeah. Um, okay, very, very last one. Um, I forgot to warn you beforehand, but we always try to, uh, well, I always try to ask, top three Aussie acts right now, new or old, just what you're listening to at the moment? Yeah, Aussie acts? Yeah.
1: Um, well, I saw Stan Atlantic the other night and I thought they were absolutely amazing, so mm-hmm. I'm going to say them. Um. Mm-hmm. Also, I always like, you know, they're my, they're my friends between you and me. I think that the album Armageddon is absolutely amazing. I mm-hmm. think they absolutely smashed it. Um, I'm trying to think of something that's not like, not like alternative, like yeah. something, that, something that's outside of like band world that I think is really, really cool. <laughs> I uh, my my brother actually went to school with the lazy eyes and I'd seen them I saw them play when I was in the UK and I thought that they were like unreal and they're doing so well um and they're so young so yeah and they're kind of like this like indie like rock kind of stuff but
0: yeah it's really sick. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to look them up because I don't think I know them. Um, Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'll let you move on to the next round of everything else, all the questions ever. Um, But thank you so much and I hope it goes amazing and I'll be be listening out as soon as it's (laughs) there. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening. Um, Michaela was amazing to talk to even though it was a really quick one be sure to check out the other episode coming out this weekend it's a double release weekend for Backbeat we've got another interview up with Rumours. Ben and James from Rumours had a chat to me as well. And just by chance, I just got lucky in them also mentioning yours truly as one of their favourite current Australian artists. So we've come full circle. It's a really just like lucky coincidence, honestly. Uh, But go check that one out. Be sure to keep your eyes out for... The new EP, Is This What I Look Like?, which comes out on the 15th of July. Uh, Again, another coincidence, the exact same date as Rumours' single launch for Blood Evil at Cherry Bar. Yours truly also have their own tour coming up in December, like Michaela mentioned. There's all the things going on, uh, so don't miss out. Keep your eye out, keep your ears out, and I'll catch you next time.